0: Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up, while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about tools and resources that you can use for your clients and you know like which kinds you that we feel like you might need or you might want to consider um and how to use them and and also how your clients can benefit from them too so, welcome, Maria. Thank Good to you. have you.
0: Yes, thank you very much. And, you know, this is a question I get a lot from people, uh, coaches in general. I mean, whether it's to me directly or in some of the coaches' groups that I've been in, they're always kind of wondering, you know, especially new coaches, do I send people to, you know, other tools that are out there, different apps? And I see a lot of things, questions around like Mint, for example, uh, tracking tools and things like that. Uh, so, I just think it's a really great question. And I'm really glad that we're going to address this today.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was something that um, I I actually get the question quite a bit, too. Mm -hmm. In fact, we had this question on our last uh, financial coaches meetup this past, was it this past Thursday, right? I think so. I believe so. Yeah, this past Thursday, Um, which, by the way, if you're not on that meetup, shame on you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But you are missing Yeah, yeah, it is a really cool place to be. You can get access to that if you join our Facebook group, uh, which is New Money Habits Financial Coaches. So shameless plug there. <laughs> but anyway,s um, this this question was brought up there then as well, um, and we had a really good discussion about it. And um, you know, when I first started coaching, I, I had the same questions, mm-hmm. and I was kind of lost. I was like. Do I have people use this app? Do I have people use that app? Do I have them use a pen and paper? Mm-hmm. Do I create something? I don't know. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I I ended up just taking what I thought was the easy way because I was just starting and I wanted to just like, I don't know, get started, right? right? Um, and I had them use a few different budgeting apps and it worked okay for them, but I quickly found that I wasn't able to like, see what they were doing Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to like access it to help them um you know unless of course like they shared their screen during like a during a um a session um but oftentimes they might have a question in between sessions and Mm -hmm. I'm like well I don't know because I can't see your budget unless they full-on gave you a username and password what's that I said
0: unless they give you full-on their username and password right like that would be your only way to get in right yep
1: yeah. So, you know, it's a kind of a personal thing because if, if you're like me, you know, you use your username and password for several things. <laughs> um, I do have several username and passwords just to let you know.
0: Uh-huh. But, <laughs> but there might be I some repeat overlap. in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Fair enough. Um, I want to go back real quick, Cody, to the fact that you said when you first started, you um, weren't sure like what kind of apps and stuff to let them use. And I think that a lot of times that's because we use certain things in our journey. And this is a common theme that you hear me bring up often, that when we do something, we kind of think that that's what we should be doing for our clients. so we should bring them through that same thing. So if I may, what are some of the apps and stuff that you use used in your journey that you thought would be a good idea for them. That, I mean, that may be something that our listeners could benefit from. Although I will preface it with this caveat, remember that he's not using them anymore with his clients, but I am curious to hear what are some of the apps that you did try?
1: Yeah. So I tried a lot. Okay. Um, and to be honest with you personally, like I just didn't really like most of them.
0: Okay. No, that's so, fair. So, uh, and I shouldn't even put you on the spot like that with that question. I'll tell you one of the ones, one of some of the common ones that I hear mint is one, and I'm bringing that one up because that's definitely yeah, more that's of what I tried. Okay. So that's more of a tracking system, right? Like you're spending it mm-hmm. and then it tells you where your money went. And so if you're the type of coach who wants to help your people track their stuff, uh, an app like that might be something that helps bring awareness for them. Uh, but if you are looking for something that helps them decide ahead of time where to spend their money, something like Mint might not do that job. So are there any apps out there that help do that job that you kind of thought, well, I'm going to try this one and then realize that they didn't do what you needed to do
1: anyway? Yeah. I mean, there was... Uh... The app Every dollar that's another one. Okay. Um, I, I think that's a good one overall. Okay. Um, But it just, for some reason, I just don't resonate with it. Okay. You know, I know a lot of people do, mm-hmm. but I just didn't.
0: Yeah. And I so- know another one that does like the whole, um, predictive spending or, or intentional spending is YNAB or you need a budget. Uh, mm-hmm. that's one that I've heard a lot about. I believe it's kind of complicated to set up in the beginning. Although again, I'm saying that from somebody who hasn't really used it super, um, super fluently. Um, but yeah, so I just want to bring that up because again, remember whatever you're doing, whether it's you creating your own thing or you're using something else that's already out there so that you can get started, just like Cody said. Make sure that you know what that app is doing and the purpose behind it, the approach behind it, so that it's serving what you're trying to do with your clients. That's what I really want to drive home.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it'd be silly to say like, oh, yeah, do this app for, you know, determining what, you know, doing your budget and like sticking to your budget. But then it's maybe an app like Mint. And that doesn't necessarily help it. You know, that's more so for tracking, right? right? And your clients can be like, well, what was this for? For just tell me what I do? Right. And you're like, oh yeah, sorry. Right. You know? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now I do know that there are times when I'm working with clients and I believe you do as well. And I think we should probably address this on the next session, uh, our next podcast, where we talk about like curriculum and, and how we're the, like, what we're going to do, the process that we bring clients through. Uh, but I think that mm-hmm. I bring clients through a process where we're actually looking at what they have done in the past, because you can't know where you're going unless you know where you are and sometimes you can't know how you got where you are unless you look backwards right so i think that an app like mint or something similar to it could do that very thing for you if they've already if they've already subscribed to mint for the last 10 months Dude, use that information, right? Like, say, let's look at those at those spending patterns that you've had for the last ten months. That might save you some time in trying to look back three months uh, and just doing that manually. So, just realize that there are resources that are popular, and if it's something that can give you a, a leg up, then definitely you know use those with those individuals. Um, but that might not work for you going forward in trying, in terms of being intentional with that spending. Hmm. Yeah. Unless it's yeah. feedback, right? I mean, you could still use something like that. You could you could still set up with your clients what they're intending to do. And then a tracking app like that could help them see whether or not they've stuck to that.
1: Hmm. Yep. Certainly an option yeah. for sure.
0: So there's a place for all of these things. There's no right or wrong. We just want to make sure that you're thinking about why you're using it in the first place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So... With all of this, these apps mm-hmm. conversation happening, right? Um, do you use anything like that, or no?
0: I don't because of this. A lot of the same reasons okay. that you have no, mentioned. I don't either, so. <laughs> yeah, I so I started. Like, now, let me ask you this: When you ask me what I use, are you asking about like my personal journey, or are you asking what do I use with clients?
1: Um, I guess I was asking about what you use with clients. Okay, but. If, you know, you want to add something about your personal journey, then go for it.
0: Okay. Well, I, like you, started doing, you know, just little, little things here and there, trying different apps. And I just, I don't know. I actually started with paper and pen. I am a, I am a old nerd (laughs) like through and through. Um, For Mm -hmm. me, I was very, very particular. I I made sure that, that I I spent every penny and I was, I was like, I was a really nerd about it. But honestly, to a fault, I think, because it took up so much valuable time that I could have been doing other income producing activities with. And while I know that we saved a lot of money by me doing it that way, I know that I wasted a lot of time as well. And so once I realized that I didn't want to continue wasting my time with that, then I said, well, let's at least... We'll we'll at least electronically do some of this. Uh, You know, we'll make some of the formulas do the math for me. But I still wanted to make sure that behaviorally I had to touch it. And that's one of the things I don't like about some of the apps out there where it is synced to your bank account and it just does things automatically. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a big proponent of automatic stuff to make things easy and to make them simple and to make them streamlined. But when it comes to actually being aware of what we're doing with our money, I'm not a huge fan of having everything be automatic because then you, it's like out of sight, out of mind. And I want this to be front of mind. Uh, So when I moved away from straight paper and pen, what I moved to was more like spreadsheet type things. And I would do things more like in Excel for myself because this was before the whole Google Sheets thing came about. But now I try to do some things in Google Sheets if it will allow me so that I can share that with my clients.
1: Yeah. So for those of you who are listening and not watching on YouTube, um, when she said, now I do spreadsheet types things, Mm -hmm. she kind of like shook her head and like (laughs) rolled her eyes a little bit. So why'd you do that? You got something against spreadsheets? I
0: I don't, but I don't make them. So... (laughs) Okay. okay. So I'm I'm a very creatively minded individual. And while I'm a nerd and logical in a lot of ways, I will not waste my time figuring out how to actually create spreadsheets and put in the formulas and all of that. So I think that it probably adds a a little bit of now I'm relying on somebody else to do something and that that makes it a little bit tougher for me. So that's probably why you saw the eye roll and the head shake. Uh, (laughs) But again, I want to make sure that it's something that I have to touch. Right. In some way, shape or form. So and, and the other thing with Google, I love that it's simple and that I can share it with people, but it's not nearly as robust as Excel. So the individual that I work with who actually helps take my ideas and put them into Excel it's not as easy to do some of that because I have a lot of, I want this to do this and I want it to be user-friendly and I want it to be automatic and I want these things to happen, but you can't really do a lot of that with Google Sheets. And so that's become kind of a thorn in my side uh, that I would really like to be able to have the best of both worlds. And right now I I don't have that.
1: Yeah. So I use Google Sheets mm-hmm. for a lot of things that I do and I create them <laughs> as well. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Okay, go on one upper. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, y'all? I'm just gonna have Cody create mine for me, and we're gonna. Yeah, there you down.
1: go. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I agree. There, it's not as robust as um as Excel, mm-hmm. but it's still you can still do quite a bit mm-hmm. with Google Sheets. Yeah, um, and you know some of the things that you probably couldn't do with Google Sheets versus Excel, I found that there's like ways around that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um to where you just gotta like start doing a little bit of trial and error like maybe this works and you're like no that doesn't work and you try this again you're like no and you try it one more time you're like there it is mm-hmm. that works mm-hmm. it makes no sense but it works so staying in. That's funny. You know?
0: um, yeah. <laughs> it makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> that, see, that's <laughs> where I would get frustrated and totally throw the computer against the wall and and give up. So, so for those of I you who are listening, yeah. And I'm, I think it's really, really great. Th- those of you who are watching, listening, you can see that there are two very different... Approaches to this, right? I mean, you can be successful whether you're really great at the Excel stuff or you're not. You can you can hire that out if you need to, and or you can do it yourself. Either way is is a way to success.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And if you're a person that does like Excel, and you know you're just a super nerd like myself, <laughs> um, who for some reason <laughs> thinks it's fun, uh, which You know, 18-year-old me would be very upset with me, (laughs) but it is what it is. Uh, If you are that person um, and you're just kind of wondering like, well, you know, what are some things that I could create for clients? Um, By no means am I saying that I have all the answers or that even I have the correct answers, but this is what I do, Mm -hmm. okay? So I create um, a couple different types of budgets depending on what kind of client I'm working with most of my clients do use a, a zero-based budget. It just works well for most people that I that I coach. Mm-hmm. So that's my like kind of go-to. Um and I just create, you know, there's like two separate like columns, I guess you could say, um to kind of like split it up evenly so it's not just one long list, mm-hmm. right? Um and you know, there'd be four sub-columns in each of those two columns. Okay. Okay, so Um, one would be categories and that could be income or expenses, uh, or financial goals. Um, another one would be, uh, due dates for anything that needs to have a due date, uh, the budgeted column, which is, you know, what you're kind of budgeting for your planned expenses or your planned income, and then the actual column, uh, pretty self-explanatory, what you actually bring in or what you actually spend, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And I like to separate those into like little sections, like, you know, an income section, a big bills section, a debt section, you know, daily living section, like that kind of thing. Okay. So it's, it's pretty basic, but the feedback that I get it from my clients are that they really, really love it. And I think that they love it because it's so basic and because it's all just right into your face. Mm-hmm. You don't need to have any sort of like fancy, you know, widgets or, you know, go into any sort of different pages or anything like that. Like it's just, boom, mm-hmm. right there. And you can see everything without even having to move your 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 uh, cursor, cursor. Mm-hmm. down the screen, mm-hmm. you know? So that's one thing that I have. Um, now, two other things that I use in conjunction with that would be uh, like this little debt snowball tool that I kind of built um, to where that might be like another tab in the Google Sheets budget for mm-hmm. them. To where it, it just lines up, like, you know, again, category, like, okay, what are the categories for the debts? What's your starting balance? Um, what's your minimum payment? How many minimum payments have you made since starting this? Uh, what's the adjusted balance? What's the additional payment? Which might be like, you know, your debt snowball mm-hmm. uh, contribution towards it. Mm-hmm. And then your final balance. Um, and it's pretty simple there too. And people really like that because it's a visual representation of their journey mm-hmm. and their progress. And I'm assuming and they love those zeros.
0: Yeah. And I'm assuming it's all very formulaic. So that they just type in what they did and then the rest just happens for them, right? They're not having to yeah, do all like, the math.
1: Like they just they just type in like I made a minimum payment. Boom. Mm-hmm. And they just update it from like, you know, one to two mm-hmm. or something like that. Yep. And then it just does that. Cool. It just updates and uh, any sort of extra payment they make, they just add it in and it updates and it's very simple. So um, that's another thing. And then another thing that I do as well, um, and this might be another tab in their budget too, is just doing some sort of like sinking fund.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tab, that one's the most simple Mm because all you need is just the category, how much is in that, in the account for each category, and the total of what the bank account should say.
0: Okay. So that's assuming that all of those sinking funds are in one account, correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm Yep. Yep. Cool. So that's what I did, and it works really well for people
0: very, very cool. Um, so one of the things that I would add to that, well, there's there's two that I use that I think maybe maybe two or three that are similar. Uh, one of them is kind of a It's kind of like a cash flow. Let's just see where you are. So it's not a budget per se, but we're wanting to see what are you typically doing right now so we can see if you're over budget or under budget in terms of do we have positive cash flow every month or do we have negative cash flow, right? So it's just Mm -hmm. a very simple way to put it all in front of them in black and white. It's really hard to lie. (laughs) when it comes to the numbers, right? Um, And what's really kind of fun about that is when I get to the end of that exercise, I find out how that compares to what they thought was going on. You know, somebody says, oh, I thought that I was, you know, overspending $500 a month. And when then we realize that they're overspending $1,200 a month, it kind of produces that gut punch for them. But it's a really good Mm -hmm. gut punch because they realize Okay, I wasn't totally on top of that, and and now I need to see where some of that cutback goes. So, so that's one thing that I didn't hear you mention, but I'm sure you do something similar. Um, another yeah, that's thing, part of
1: the budget. Okay, it, it shows all of. That,
0: okay, so. cool. Um, another thing that I use as part of, if somebody's using a zero-based budget, I also kind of incorporate a um, an allocated spending plan type that's right there on the same uh, same page as the as the zero-based budget. So the one column really kind of, I don't do the I don't do the plan and actual, to be fully honest. Um, but I do the like, here's the plan. And then here's with each check that comes in. And that tends to be pretty helpful for individuals who have like weird checks, and they're not sure they're not organized yet and how to spend their money, where which paycheck should their mortgage come out of which paycheck should their thing come out right this so that that helps them to see that right there in front of their face. And that That was one of the things that I was doing back in the day on paper and pen that just became so tedious. (laughs) And I'm like, this is insane how much time this is taking. So I like Mm -hmm. that those are just right there in one sheet as well. And then the final thing that is a little bit different is the sinking funds. I do have a calculator that kind of, it kind of does that, but it is set up in a way where, I mean, I do a little bit different in coaching in the sense that I I don't have people paying off all of their debt before they start saving certain things. I don't necessarily say people have mm-hmm. to have a very minimal amount in their savings account in order to uh, you know, continue paying off their debt. I don't go in that. For those of you who are listening and, and understand baby steps, I don't go in that order necessarily. Uh, so mm-hmm. what I do is I like to have what's kind of called a priorities sinking fund type thing, where I give them permission to set money aside even before some of that other stuff is done. And that priorities list allow. It's a calculator that says when I have an over abundance of money, or I have money that wasn't planned on, remember that planned versus actual, when I have money that wasn't planned for, what do I do with it? And we set those ahead of time, like I actually create percentages ahead of time that allows them to say any amount that I have above and beyond what I was thinking I was going to get. I'm going to put, you know, 20% to a fully funded peace of mind fund. I'm going to put 10% to a Disney trip. I'm going to put 5% to this or whatever. And it's kind of their, their dreams or their priorities. And the thing that I love about the percentage part is that it, it really, A, takes away the guilt and B, takes away the question. They know immediately if they get $100, 20 of it's going to go to this peace of mind fund. And I don't even know what percentages they gave you. 10 of it will go to you know the Disney trip or whatever. And it just allows them to have a little bit of fun with their money before, before they feel like they had to tackle this huge, huge debt. Does that make sense? So it's similar to your yeah. sinking fund, but a little bit different. And so those are the mm-hmm. ones that I would add to that.
1: Yeah, and I think that's important too. You know, every coach and every you know every coach has like their different beliefs on, you know, what they feel is maybe the best way to go about things. Yep. Um, but I agree. You know, if there's certain things that are really really important to people, um, and they're trying to pay off their debt, that doesn't necessarily mean that they can't contribute towards that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. During the process. Yeah. You know, like there's some people out there who say like nope it's all or nothing and that's fine you know it works for some people that's what i did personally
0: mm-hmm. i you did know, when too. I was
1: myself out of debt i was all or nothing um but i quickly learned that that does not work for everybody and if you try and force it you know it can it can get ugly yeah so you know just keep that in mind it's just a different perspective on things yeah um so we've talked a lot about the whole budgeting process mm-hmm. and um you know the, the kind of like styles or tools that we use it sounds like both of us use google sheets quite a bit um you know i i created mine you probably outsource yours a little bit which is fine too um, thank goodness <laughs> but how do i how do we even like decide or help guide people to determining what their budget looks like
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's a great Do you question. have a tool for that
0: well a lot of the stuff that i do is really based on questions in the beginning to see what mm-hmm to see like what their personality is, what kinds of things work. So what I do first, Cody, is I ask them, what systems do you have in place right now? What do you love? Like what what are some of the money habits that you're not willing to get rid of? Because I like to, I like to think that we can actually help people change their outcome without changing every single behavior that they have right? I like to, what I call leverage their habits. I like to lean into them a little bit. So for example, if you've got somebody who constantly checks their phone so that they can know what the balance is, if that's working for them, then I don't want to completely upend that. And so I'll find a creative way to allow that to be the thing that works for them and still be within intentional boundaries that they create. Does that make sense? So, yep. so it really has to do with what they're doing now, what's really working. And then I actually had a client just yesterday who said, well, I was doing really, really well, but I'm open to anything because it's not working anymore. And I didn't let her stop with that. I didn't want, she was just saying, I'm open to whatever you say, but I really wanted to get to the the heart of what was working and what does she think made it stop working because if it stopped working for her before then that's something I want to make sure that I don't have happen again right so for her mm-hmm. she said that one of the biggest things was consistency consistency is what worked for her and she happened to say I would you know open up my thing every single saturday I would take 30 minutes and I would I would touch it every single week And so I'm making mental notes that as we're moving forward, I'm actually going to have her put a calendar event in her calendar for 30 minutes every Saturday or whatever day she picks. That's going to be part of what we do together because that's something that worked before. And when she stopped doing it, she derailed. She just never put Mm -hmm. it in her calendar, right? So I am switching it up a little bit. So I really just try to figure out what makes them tick, what excites them, what has worked in the past, and then. Kind of take all that and unjumble it, and then help present them with something that will hopefully work moving forward for them.
1: Mm-hmm. Cool. I love that. I love that you take that conversation first. You know, because I feel like, especially me as a as a young coach, like I I was just like, all right, let's jump into these numbers, <laughs> right, right. Uh, and I, and I had to learn that too. That you know, if you were to just slow down and like actually talk to people, yeah, uh, that that really really does benefit quite a bit. So I love that you do that. Um, I do a a form of that as well. Like I have a discussion about certain things before we even hop into the numbers. Mm -hmm. It might not be as specific as yours. Um, but that conversation is there to help me understand things and to also help them understand things too. Yeah. Um, however, I also built another tool and I also (laughs) used Excel, or not excel google, google docs, C- docs for this oh, one docs. too.
0: okay mm-hmm.
1: yes and i am and I'm, I'm actually excited to share this one because i did this one recently okay um like only like my newest clients have actually used it um i think i built it like three weeks ago four weeks ago awesome. or something like that um yeah and it's all colorful and you know it's, it looks really nice so um i call it like an income and expenses audit okay so it sounds scary. It's really not. It's just figuring out what's going on. That's all it is. It
0: sounds like my cash flow uh, audit almost.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, okay. you know, it has the categories and I like I have like specific categories that I think are pretty typical. Mm-hmm. And I tell them like, "Hey, if you need to add something or change something, you can just do it." Um and then you know, I'll have them do like a 3-month total and I'll put a formula in that will spit out a three-month average for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that goes for the income, the expenses, the debts, literally everything. And it just really shows like what they've actually been doing. And it's actually a very eye-opening experience for them. Cool.
0: It shows how much I yeah. know. I didn't even know you could do formulas in Google Docs. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. See? I use them all the time. Yeah,
0: this is yeah. why I outsource because I have no clue.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. So there's that. And I, in that part of it they fill out mm-hmm. and then they bring it to the session for us to like discuss and see what we can do with it. I I have the little tab on the bottom. Um it's called old life. And then I'll have like a cover sheet that has like instructions on how to use it kind of thing. Then mm-hmm. there'll be another tab that says old life, which is what they actually do. Mm-hmm. And then there will be another tab that's that I like to put empowered life. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that empowered life is all of the changes or things that we're going to do with their findings, Um, whether we raise an area, lower an area, take an area out, you know, whatever happens, all those changes go into that empowered life. Love it. And typically speaking, I mean, people, people uncover hundreds, if not thousands of dollars of just waste or, you know, money that just Wasn't being applied towards what they actually were trying to do or what they really valued. Mm -hmm. And it's a much more empowering feeling. So then they see that number, that surplus at the bottom um, of the empowered life when maybe they were in a deficit before or maybe a very small surplus. And they're like, man, we can do this. That is (laughs) awesome. I'm like, yep, we're going to use this for your budget. We're going to build your budget off of these numbers. And I also have like a needs and wants thing in there too, to where they can take all those categories that they do have separate it into needs and wants and prioritize them and be like, you know, this is my number one want Cody, mm-hmm. just so you know, don't mess with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I won't, you know, <laughs> and that's for me, you know, I, yeah. I want to know my boundaries. Like, you know, I had a girl yesterday. She's like, I, I get my hair done. And I have a massage every month. It's $210. That's non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Understood. Mm -hmm. We will keep that in. And I won't even try and talk to you about it. So, you know, that's, that's helpful for me too.
0: Yeah. And it's really good that you're willing to let them say those things and that you, that's true empowerment, right? Like they're the ones making the decision. And so when they cut things, you know, that they're going to stick to it because they made the decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. I love it. So is this something that you are willing to like sell to other coaches or do you, I mean, have you copyrighted it? You should, you know, maybe look at having that be another source of income for yourself.
1: Yeah. You know, I haven't, I haven't actually thought about that. Um, It is a good thought. Maybe, who knows? (laughs) I could look into it and who knows, it might be in the show notes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, we'll I don't know,
0: but I I really do think, I mean, for me, it's, I'm, I'm definitely more of the, the cash flow approach than I am the accumulation approach. So finding any ways to create extra sources of income is a really good idea. And something like that, I mean, you know, you put your time and effort and thought process into it. And if it's something that someone can totally use and not have to recreate, I think there's value in that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. So it might be coming up to my uh, online store. Who knows? Okay. I don't even have an online store yet, but I'll, I'll probably get one.
0: The Financial so. Coaches Podcast, where we dream out loud. Yep. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> very, very cool. Well, thank you for sharing all of that. I think that this is a really good place to stop our conversation for today, unless there's anything mm-hmm. else that you needed to add to it.
1: No, I agree. I think that's a good spot. Okay. You know, we just kind of we just kind of bounced off of each other and just really, we just shared with each other what we do. That's all we really did. Yeah. So you guys just kind of like got that kind of inside view of like what we personally do, but that does not mean that's what you have to do. Right. Right. Like I want you to understand that like, just because this is what we do does not necessarily mean that that's, that's the answer. You know, if you like the ideas, then great. You know, if you want to like build your own things or look into certain things or reach out to one of us and ask us like, Hey, would you mind if I, you know, take a peek at what you have and possibly get it? You know, whatever it might be, right. that's fine. Um, but if you want to also create your own, that's great. If you want to use an app, that's great too. We're just doing this conversation because we just want you guys to know what the options are. Yeah, and to hopefully give you a little bit of clarity.
0: And also, we don't have time to go and find all of the options that are out there, right? So what we what we talked about today was literally just scratching the surface of all those different options that are out there. So, I do encourage you if you are watching today or listening, I would love for you to let us know if you have found other tools that have been absolutely amazing or just life-changing for you or for your clients because it's always good to know what's out there. It's just sometimes we don't have the time to go out and do it all ourselves. So, that's what this community is for. We are able to share those resources and let each other know, hey, look, this is out there and I I encourage you to take a look at it. So feel free to reach out to us with that.
1: Or drop it in the Facebook group.
0: That's an even better idea.
1: Yes. And share it with everyone. (laughs) And everyone can be like, oh my gosh, this is life-changing. Right. And not just life-changing for me, but all my clients. And think about the impact you could make with just that one Post. And that's really Amazing. what we're
0: out here for anyway, right? Is the impact that we're able to make on individuals and the ripple effect that that has on people. So yes. thank you for that shout out. I appreciate that. And I, I always screw up the name of the Facebook group, though, inevitably. So I believe it that's is right. New it. Money Habits Financial Coaches.
1: Yes, you got it.
0: <laughs> I had. That I got look your on back. My face. You know, I, appreciate I was there that. just in case. Yes,
1: but you got it. I
0: nailed it. Woohoo! <laughs> Only you know dozens of episodes in. We're good. Okay, so <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for having this conversation with me today, Cody. Thank you all for tuning in today. It's been our pleasure to be here with you, and we look forward to seeing you next week on the Financial Coaches Podcast. Have a great day, everyone. <laughs> bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our host by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of
1: future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.